Welcome to the Two Geeks in a Microphone podcast, your one-stop shop for television, movie, video games, comic books, book reviews, and more. Now, without further ado, here's Stephen and Mike. I'm going to talk first, everybody. Welcome to a special edition episode of Two Geeks and a Microphone. We are so excited. We're going live tonight. It's Wednesday night, and we're going to talk some wonderful Star Wars stuff. I am your co-host, Stephen Boster, along with my illustrious co-host, Mr. Michael Shanks. Mike, say hey to everybody for me, please. Good evening to all you geeks out there in geekdom land. I had to think there a minute get for so I didn't say good morning. <laughs> normally we'd be doing this pretty early in the morning, so uh, so we're kind of right. we're kind of late for me actually. It's eight o'clock my time anyway. Yeah, it's getting past your bedtime, Mister Fifty One Year Old. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. I- Mike just celebrated his birthday a couple of days ago, so he's now the big 5-1. He is officially older than me now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think I've always been older than you (laughs) anyway. Right. Well, hey, everybody. I am pumped about tonight because we are going to have a blast, and we thank you so much for joining us and having a good time with us. Um, Mike, uh, what is our topic for tonight? Uh well, if you look at our backgrounds, if you happen to be watching, you would see the one and only bounty hunter, Boba Fett. Well, he's not the one and only bounty hunter, but he's the the greatest bounty hunter, Boba Fett. So we'd be talking about the book of Boba Fett. And I do believe we have a special guest, don't we, Stephen? We do have a special guest. We have Mark Anthony Austin with us in the house. Let's hear it for Mark. <laughs> Oh, look at that. In person. In person. There he is himself. Everybody want to say hey to Mr. Boba Fett. Yay, Boba Fett. Hey, hey, back up, back up. (laughs) You guys in line. Anyway, I'm reporting live from California. Not (laughs) tattooing. <laughs> is, is it as hot in California as it is on Tatooine? It is raining wombats here. <laughs> I, I, I know we're going to plug this later, but I do cameos, and I do cameos every day. And if it's raining, I've got to do it in the rain. And so oh. if it's not raining too heavily, I will do it in the rain, and you know, make some joke about the weather in California because. Los Angeles is not really known for rainfall like this, and it's been raining for about a week. I, didn't, I love wow. it. It reminds me of home, so I'm happy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so That's yeah, awesome. we, well, yeah. Let's let's go ahead. 
No, I was just saying, let's go ahead and talk about that. Everybody, this is Mark Anthony Austin. Um, he plays Boba Fett or played Boba Fett in Star Wars A New Hope Special Edition. So he was the guy in the costume at that scene where they added later on where uh, good old, they added uh, Jabba the Hutt, Han Solo talking to Jabba the Hutt, and then they did that. Oh, yeah, and uh, and uh, it was great because as soon as Boba Fett came on the screen, everybody was like, ah! Yeah. Kind of a thing. So, and he was the guy in the suit. Um, if you want more information about that or <laughs> great stories, Mark has been on the podcast before, and you've got to listen to that of his stories about being at Star Wars parties at, uh, at oh. there at Skywalker Ranch and seeing the the Kenner guys with making. Who we're all excited to meet him and then playing the part. That is a hysterical story. Uh, it's fabulous. Mark, you tell it well. And uh, so he is there. But um, if you want to find Mark, there's a couple of ways. Uh, first off, Mark is on uh, YouTube. There he's, he's got um, it up there right now. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. I'll put it up on the thing. Yeah, Boba Fett, A-N-H-S-E, a New Hope Special Edition. Um, and so if you want to check out, uh, he's got some great videos on there, um, on his YouTube site. Um, also one of the cool things that he does, he mentioned it just a moment ago is he does cameos. Now, if you're not familiar with cameo, it is an app where you can get different people to do shout outs and that kind of a thing. So personal shout outs are, are done. I've actually done, uh, how many have I done with you now? Two? Two. I think I've done two. You did Kevin um, Conroy uh, and you did Mark. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I did Mark twice, actually. Didn't I do twice? <laughs> did I do you twice? Because I did one. Uh, well, anyway, here's the thing. It's not just, you know, people like, oh, I got to pay X amount of money. No, 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 no. Mark goes above and beyond. Oh, my gosh. They're fantastic. <laughs> they they are fabulous. And so if you want, if you've got a Boba Fett fan in your life, he does. They're incredible because he comes on as Boba Fett. Usually. Now, this is cool. You for those that may not know, you are a um, do you say would you say digital artist? What's the technical term for what you do? Uh, I am a computer artist, but okay. um, what I do now is uh, cinematography, basically, in uh, the virtual form. So it's called pre-visualization. <laughs> Was that French, Mark? Pre-visualization. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, well, we call it previs because it's easier right. to say that word. But previs, it's basically virtual cinematography. So, uh, like, I, we just finished, I just finished a movie last year uh back to the outback uh in 2020 i did that uh movie and certain chunks of that movie i don't know if you've seen it have you seen it i have not no it's on netflix right yeah oh okay weren't you you because you were doing uh behind the scenes you're talking about different ones on your facebook page yeah yeah well basically uh i, I did a chunk and one of the chunks would be like uh from where the uh the cars start their um Mad Max Fury Road sequence up until they turn off into the canyon. But that whole road race, uh, I've got to design, you know, put the cameras in, choose the lenses for the cameras, mount the cameras either onto the vehicles or (laughs) separately, uh, you know, do drone shots, basically 
make it in a virtual sense and then send it off to either ILM or you know effects house like this in this case it was real effects okay and they, they finish it up but yeah it's great seeing whole chunks because they used to work as an animator and an animator works on shots you know, the shot that your character's in right so mm-hmm. very much trees now i work on like forests i work on chunks of picture. story where like something has to happen in the story and that each sequence has its ups and downs builds and falls and it's my mm-hmm. job to design that basically and uh, pitch it to netflix so that's what yeah. that's what i do now <laughs> right that's the actual explanation of but you have some great artistic ability about you. Now, going back to cameos, I've noticed that for all the cameos you do, because sometimes I'll watch the cameos that you've done for other people. Okay. Um, and you always have that card with, you know, yes. with everybody's name and some drawings and stuff. Actually, I got in trouble for that card. Oh, really? Because, and I stopped doing it. I had to stop doing it. I had a complaint from a woman. She gave me a bad review. Oh, no. What? Yeah. Because the thing is that I have to use the app that Cameo supplies me. It has a camera which mirrors me. It's their job. I I have no control in it of what they do with it. Some of them have uploaded upside down. I've had to, like, re-upload them until they go right way up. But a lot of them load mirrored. And so this one uh, upset lady, she had a, a dyslexic son. And obviously, oh, you know, no. I upset the sun, but it was something that was out of my control. So for that reason, I have done away with the name cards just to be safe. But sure. the thing is that even my, even my costume, everyone knows which way around the antenna is, you know. Right. It's very sensitive to mirroring. So, um, but yeah, I had to do away with the name tags. I just, I f- figured like from now on that I just will say it. Well, sure. we just watched sure. mine. I think mine was right. Yeah, this is right. for the holidays. I got the bad review was on Christmas Day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Christmas Day. Oh, bummer! It was, it was kick up the uh, kick up the derriere <laughs> on Christmas Day. Yeah, right. Well, here's the deal. Everybody, yeah. get a cameo with Mark because he does go above and beyond. Um, he, it's not just, you know, there's some out there, you know, you pay X amount of money to do to have them do a cameo, and some of it's only like a minute. It's like, okay, hey, so-and-so, this is a shout-out to you, and, you know, whatever we put in cameo, you know, you have to read. I get that and stuff like that. So, but, man, you go uh, you go above and beyond. Three minutes. <laughs> well, and you come on with the Boba Fett helmet on, and in mine, you even used the comlink, and yeah, it was and great. The oh, and the thermal detonator. detonator. <laughs> oh, my thermal detonator died. Oh no! Was, was no! I'm so upset. Oh. I don't know how to repair it. Speaking of speaking of thermal detonator, Stephen, we have something for Mark, don't we? Because he we said something, something in my video. So we made sure that we had something prepared for you. Yes, here it is. More explosions. That's right. You said that we needed more explosions on the show, so we made sure that we got explosions for you. Okay. There's a big old nuke right here. Oh, yeah, it's got some bass. (laughs) 
That's just for you, buddy. That we did that just for you. We searched, we combed through dozens of and I bought half suit just for you. I brought him along. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Right on, we right share. on. We share. That's I right, love by it. golly. All right. Well, wow. All right. So introductions done. Uh, get a cameo. Go check out his, his YouTube channel. Uh, we will put that um, once we'll go back and edit on our Facebook page, on our YouTube page and Twitch in the descriptions. We'll add those. Right. I didn't, you know, we didn't think to add those here. So, but we'll add those so you know where to find them. Um the other series that you were a part of, um, what, what? Oh, I can't remember the name all of a sudden. This is a hitting me, where you Boba Fett gives advice to other bounty hunters. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. no disintegrations, no disintegrations. Well, it's called no disintegrations. Yes, yeah. those are some great videos. www.nodisintegrations.tv. Easy. Okay. No yeah, definitely check those out. Either. They're hilarious. They are very good. Yeah, as you can tell, Mark, we are. I hear there might be a season two coming, and it's going to be more diverse with guest characters. Oh, cool! Heard it here first. You, you heard, heard it here. here. You heard it here first. First, even it's Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas, and I'm not one hundred percent sober. Um, Mark, you don't don't do that too much. Your nose is going to grow, and you can't fit in the helmet. Then, (laughs) because I do the cameos, I wear the helmet every day. I wear every day. There's not many days I don't wear that helmet. So I always suffer from chronic helmet hair. It's like (laughs) the whole day. And I what's wrong with my hair? It's like oh, those damn cameos. (laughs) oh that's That's awesome that's hysterical Uh, it's the only thing that's bad about me and the mandalorian the chronic (laughs) yeah anyway enough of me i don't know your your hair don't look it doesn't look much different than uh uh what's his face it plays mando uh oh when he takes it off yeah pedro pascal pedro pascal because I just watched like the last four episodes of Mandalorian before I watched Book of Boba Fett, and the uh, the last episode when he takes his face his mask off to show Grogu, his hair's kind of you know it looks about the same. Okay, <laughs> see you're all good. It's, it's the style. We got the same hairdresser. Right, it's helmet <laughs> hair. It's on not shower actually. <laughs> awesome. Oh, all right. Well, we are here. Um, we've got Boba Fett with us, Mr. Mark Anthony Austin, to talk about. This is what everybody's talking about. I think a lot of people are doing live shows tonight to discuss uh, the book of Boba Fett, episode one. Now, so what we're going to do, everybody. But how many of those shows do. actually have Boba Fett on their show? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's gotta be that's gonna be in the very few, you know, that we're we're like, you know, we're niche. That's right. <laughs> niche right now. Right. <laughs> All right. So here's the scoopy doopity. Here's what's happening. We are gonna give our quick initial thoughts, no spoilers. 
Um, we're just going to say what we thought about it. Um, um, and then we're going to give our score for the episode. And um, Mark has the honor of picking out what our score system is going to be. And the score system is going to be, are you ready? Uh-oh. Nice. Kill stripes. Oh, stripes. Okay. Kill stripes. Oh, okay. I thought kill we were stri- going to. Kill stripes. Is that what that's for? They officially kill stripes. Nice. Okay. I did not know I that. 17 of them. I have to check. How many of them are there? I'll check while you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> Fourteen. 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 Boba's only had fourteen kills? No. <laughs> These are the best ones. Oh, okay. <laughs> also, they sometimes want them alive, you know? <laughs> See, I prefer disintegrations, but not everybody does. <laughs> well, yeah, there was a couple times in this episode that he said, well, one at least one time he said uh, he wanted them alive, so. Right. <laughs> Right. So yeah, um, we're not allowed to say what happened, are we? Well, not not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. We'll, we'll it's do that. We'll saying what you, you know, without giving something away, it's gonna be hard. It will be. All right. I tell you what, uh, Mike. Do you want to go first? Yeah. Sure. Um, and then I'll go, and then Mark can give his thoughts, and then we'll give the spoiler warning, and then we'll start. We'll just go. I got to say, I really, really enjoyed this episode. Um, It had just about everything in it that I want out of Star Wars. Uh, We had had classic aliens. Um, We had bounty hunters. We had fights. Uh, It was just pretty freaking amazing, actually. (laughs) Okay. All right. So if you wanted to give it a score out of, of, uh, you know, kill strike. I almost said death strikes. <laughs> um, how many kill stripes would you give it? Okay, so uh, like we've said in the past, it's it's hard to give fives. Okay, um, okay, you know, five is going to be perfect, and and this is not perfect. Um, it's close to perfect, but it's not perfect. Uh, I really enjoyed it, so I'm going to give it four and a half kill stripes now. If this would have been, if if there was one thing that would have happened in this episode, okay, one particular thing would have made it a five. But unfortunately, we didn't hear this. The Sarlacc found me indigestible. <laughs> if I would have gotten the line, it would have been a five. <laughs> <laughs> Here, that's funny for everybody that may not know that actually is mark actually mm-hmm. doing that line for us um in a cameo like in a cameo and he did yeah indigestible he did and i would have said that if i'd come out <laughs> right <laughs> see should have cost me. Uh huh. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, here's uh, here's what I think about it. Um, here, I, I'm giving it four out of five um, kill stripes. Now, here's why. Um, I wish 
Well, well, one, I agree with you, Mike. We got all kinds of great classic Star Wars stuff. I think it was a great kickoff. Um, I wish they had done what they did with Hawkeye in released two episodes at once. Because the 35-minute runtime, and of course, it really is, you're getting probably, what, 30, just over 30, maybe 33 minutes. I was so engrossed in it that, you know, it, I, I felt like if if I had to get up in the middle and go to the bathroom and came back, it would have been over. <laughs> it, was, it went by that quick. And here's the thing. I felt like it was all set up. In other words, it was, hey, let's just do the introduction. So it wasn't an encapsulated show like with a, a beginning, middle, and end as much as it was, let's, we're just going to get it rolling, which I think it, I, if, it was, if we were able to binge it, if we were able to binge the whole thing, I think it would have been wonderful, perfect. Um, it left me wanting more because I was like, oh, oh, yeah, I can't wait for the next episode. And now I've got to go a whole, you know, whole week so uh so yeah so i was a little jealous but i i enjoyed i enjoyed the beginning some people may think it's fan service i enjoyed it um the fight sequences there was two major ones that i enjoyed totally that were in there um i think it's it's gonna make connections to it, it already answers some questions that we may have as fans and uh, I thought it was it was great, and plus it was directed by Robert Rodriguez. So I, when I saw his name pop up, I was like, "What?" You know, kind of a thing. So, um, and I've heard I, he's I was, played a couple characters too. Actually, I have heard that too. I have heard that as well. So, all right, I give it four out of five. I think it was a great opener. Um, I, I only wish that we had another episode to go along with it. So that's my spoiler free. Okay, Mark, it is all you, my friend. Okay, well, I am in agreement with you, Stephen. I would also give it a four out of five because there were a few things that just uh, bumped me a bit. Just bumped me a bit. Okay. And for the first one, I'm going to hand this one over to Boba. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Now. The scene where he goes into the cantina and takes the helmet off. No. No, 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 no. (laughs) Never take the helmet off. Especially in a new cantina. I would not have taken the helmet off. I'm sorry, Tamura. That's my only complaint. Oh, and I got my butt kicked by those guys with shields. (laughs) <laughs> also, one more thing. I went into the Sarlacc skinny and I came out not so skinny. <laughs> anyway, me and R2 agree. Don't we, R2? Yeah. And that's all I have to say on that. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> You know, I felt he could say it better than I could. But the helmet, the helmet off for me just, I don't know. I was like, and he puts puts coins in it. No, never take the helmet off. Never, ever. Right. Not when you're the new boss. So because of that one thing, I think they, I would have changed. I would have not done that. But that was the one thing that kind of bumped me. Gotcha. Wow. Actually, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you brought that up because I was wanting to ask you about uh, the whole taking the helmet off thing. 
Yeah, that was the only thing that I don't know. It just it seems like the. I told you about when we did the uh, thing, the party at the <clears throat> Skullker Ranch, and we had to had to pretend to be. What would Boba Fett be like in this canteen? And the thing is, mm. you would be on alert the whole time. You wouldn't let your guard down. You know, gotcha. it's, it's a new place. You know, you don't know who's here. And so I would have kept the helmet on, and uh, that's the only thing. I was like, "What's he doing? What's he doing?" Like, right, right, okay. That's, All right. That's well, the only I, so I, I bumped it before. Okay. All right. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. It was all set up. It was. It's kind of the setup for is establishing of the the two worlds. We're going to have flashbacks because we've got to show he got his butt kicked by that Tuscan Raider. So we've got to see the arc for where he uh-huh. becomes the guy that turns up the ginger in at the temple. You know, right? Yeah, that's the guy. We've got to see that arc, right? Yeah. So, right. Uh-huh. Stop laughing over that. So, anyway. <laughs> oh, I made Wookie jump. Sorry. <laughs> that's your dog, right? Yeah, yeah, that's my my big dog. I mean, he's big. Like Wookie, drop that out. <laughs> right. So, right. Well, Stephen, should I go in? Okay, sh- should I give the spoiler alert, Stephen? Yeah. All right. All right. Spoiler alert. Spoiler no, alert. No, no, no. You're fine. That's that's not spoilery, so we're good. Yeah. All right. Spoiler alert. All right. So Mike's giving our spoilers. Hey, everybody, we're moving into spoiler territory. All right. We are in spoilerific territory now. <clears throat> spoilerific territory. So if you have not seen episode one, please shy away now. Do not... Do not watch any further because I don't want to spoil it for you because it's worth seeing on your and it's own. It's great seeing so. you guys. Great seeing you guys. Come back again soon. Yeah. <laughs> Come back and watch it. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. You get the Tuscan Raider. That's awesome. I need that oh, one. <laughs> right? I'm a little okay, jealous. Real quick. Let's, let, let's go a little bit more detail into what uh, Mark was saying because uh, about the helmet. Because I think this the, the, I, you're making a really good point. Angie... Uh, let's put her comment up here. She said, because I thought it was like Mando where they aren't supposed to let others see his face. Okay, yeah, I want to talk about this. Okay. So, I mean, we know he isn't, though. We know he isn't because that's <laughs> only that, that, what the Mando's of that certain creed. Right. But, yes. I, right. I, my argument is that, you know, he's walked into this new bar he's, new, he's just becoming acquainted with. He, he says that, well, this place is doing well. Don't take your helmet off then. Right. <laughs> We've seen it change. Obi Wan can I right? Well, now okay. Right. I, I I completely would get what you're saying, Mark. But I now I had seen uh, complaints online before the show started when when the previews went out of people complaining that we're going to see him too much without his helmet. Now my thinking on that is. Because you know, there's the whole well, you, you're you're taking away the mystique of Boba Fett. Well, in my opinion, George Lucas already did that for us in 2002 with the release of Django Fett and the fact that Django hardly ever wore his helmet in in you know in his scenes, and we know that everybody is a clone of Django. You know, all the clone troopers are clones of Django. Boba Fett, in turn, is a clone of Django. 
So we know yeah. exactly who Boba Fett is. We know what he looks like. So is it really that important that he always keep the helmet on? Are you asking me? I well, in general, just in general, because <laughs> I, because I, I, I think, not, like we, yeah, you're right. We know what his face looks like, and even though you know Daniel was like, shouldn't he be me? No, Daniel, because <laughs> you have to look like Tamira, right? Have a face that looked just like Tamira because it's got. A, he's a clone. He's not a son. He's a clone, right? So I understand. <laughs> I see the point, but I don't think because Boba Fett. Whenever we saw him in the original trilogy, he kept it on because it was a smart thing to do. I would, mm-hmm. but we're well, the best guy here first. So for that reason, him taking it off in a, a in that new cantina where he doesn't know what's what yet, right? And he's very vulnerable because he's already pissed off the mayor, <laughs> right? <laughs> he's already knows he's in bad doodoo, bantapodo, bantapodo, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was it Amy that that had the question. Amy made the. Uh, Angie did. Angie, I agree with Angie that I would rather he didn't. I'd rather he go dinger in, and yeah, he takes off to go back to pod. That makes sense. All the rest Uh of the time, helmet on. I would, I would wear this all the time if my wife let me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's here's what Roger says. Roger says two things. I want to bring up. Roger says. He should have the same rules as a lucha wrestler. Never remove your, your mask. mask. But I but I think what I think Mark what you're getting at though is this is uh Roger brings up it's like Gene Simmons without makeup, it's not as intimidating. <laughs> and uh so you know when when Gene Simmons is playing the demon in Kiss, you know what I mean? I mean it's intimidating, but if without his makeup, I saw him in Runaway with Tom Selleck. I was like you don't look so intimidating without the makeup kind of a thing. You, you can go back as far as Hitchcock. If you watch Psycho, oh. watch the original Psycho. The cop comes up and he never takes his glasses off because you don't. He, Alfred Hitchcock didn't want you to see anyone human. It's it's it's, oh, it's a cinema. It's, you've got to wear the mask. You've got to wear the mask mm-hmm. to intimidate. That's why right. the Zulus wear the makeup. You know the crazy makeup right. to scare the bejesus out of you know. That's yeah. why the Maoris have the tattoos. You know, it's the mask. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm agree- I'm in agreement, not because of a creed or anything, just because it is the most intelligent thing for him to do as Boba Fett. And so I'm looking at it as what Boba Fett should have done, and I think he should have done that. Okay, I right. think that's fair. I like that. Well, so, even as a leader, you're the new leader coming in, and you're the boss. And you're coming into one of your establishments for the first time. It's like, uh, hello. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So well, now I, I like your thoughts on that. When they when they line up everybody to pay their respects, he is wearing the helmet. You know, mm-hmm. he made sure. So, yeah, I guess you're right. When he went to the to the cantina, when he's on his throne. Yeah. When he's on his throne, he's wearing he the wearing helmet. It. And I, I guess you're right. If he's he's going to be at the cantina, he should be wearing the helmet also. Um, also, hey, I just want to ask ahead. I just want to ask this of, of anyone that's listening as well, really. What do you think about Lord Fett? I don't know. I don't really like Lord Fett. <laughs> I don't know. It's like Lord Fett because it wasn't Lord Jabba. You know, I, I just found out that there's a, a program where you can buy a foot, uh, square foot of land 
in Scotland, and you can actually get the title Lord. So I think I'm going to buy that, and y'all are going to have to call me Lord Shanks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lord Michael Shanks. I don't Lord know. Shanks. Look, it's uh, what um, what's her name says. Uh, Fennec. Yes. She says, uh, Lord, Lord Fett, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I, did, I heard it for the first time, and I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> right. Maybe I'll get used to it. Maybe we'll get used to it. Maybe it's just the initial, you know, when you dip your toe in the swimming pool and it's a bit colder than you thought. Maybe it's that. Well, they did call Jabba. I, I think at times they called Jabba Lord Jabba. So, really? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think there was. Ah, uh, man. I don't know. It, it's, it's a good reason to go back and watch Return of the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <clears throat> sorry, my internet's going going wonky. You guys, sorry about that. All right. So, so we 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 talked about the helmet. Uh, what are we moving on to? <laughs> well, how about the? I, I don't know. I, I, he he just showed that he's really good at hand to hand in episode <laughs> six, season two, Mandalorian. Right. We know he can handle himself without his gadgets, with just his, uh, you know, gauntlets and hand to hand. You know, just like Dingerin. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. So, I, for him to get his his butt kicked by those guys with shields and tasers, I don't know. It's just like he's back in the the the, the back to pod again. Like, he got his butt kicked by these guys. I'm a little and confused at the time. Yeah, I, I'm a little confused at the time here because, you know, we went through Mandalorian and he didn't seem like, you know, he had any problems like that in the Mandalorian at all. And then no. all of a sudden here on, you know, he's on Tatooine and taking over Jabba. And then all of a sudden he's, you know, regressing back to this after the Salak thing. I, I don't know. I was a little confused by that, too. Yeah, it, I, I don't know. Just, I just was, you know. Of course, you're going to be upset if your hero goes down. You know? Right, right. You're, you're watching a boxing match or where it is. So right. when I saw go down, I was like, I took it in the gut, you know. Oh. So I was like, how come? And he had to go back in the back to pod again. Like, he's only been out. He just come out of it. Like, that doesn't look good. It doesn't look like in the best of health. I don't right. Know. I don't know. Agreed. Well, every, every hero's got to have a weakness, right? <laughs> every... <laughs> I'm sorry, I missed that. Oh, Mark, repeat the last thing you said for Mike about that he was—he just come out of the back to pod that yeah. morning, and he's rushed back to it that night. You know, right? It's kind of worrying, kind of worrying because you know it's your 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 guy going down. Right? Yeah. I yeah I, I can't I can't figure that part out I don't, I don't know has something like, happened to him <laughs> if he got if he gotten up after that and shaken off like yeah it may, he may have got tased a few times and that, that stunned him so lucky the Gamorians came in gave it a bit of the old right. welly <laughs> but the fact that he was like oh he's he's not he's not good it's not like a, a tase it's not like he you know <laughs> right get up. Because that would have been cool, <laughs> but he has to be right. like, taken back to the back to tank, 
chucked in it by the Gamorians. I don't know how they operate this thing. They got hired this morning. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know. They don't know. You just hired them. Have they been up there? No. Right. <laughs> well, anyway, regardless of that, he has to go back in the back seat. I was kind of worried. That's all I'm saying. Kind of worried, folks. Kind of worried. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <clears throat> no, I agree with you. I agree with you. What did you think of the Gamorreans? What do you think of the, the skinny Gamorreans? There's not any fat Gamorreans anymore. Well, I, I thought they were a little fatter. They needed the thing over. Yeah. I, I like them. Where the, where the chubby ones gone? I agree. but I, I like the chubby ones as well. They're cuddly. Yeah, they're cuddly. They're cuddly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they were in jail for a little while, so they didn't feed them, so they lost some weight. Maybe oh, that's there we go. I punched the Gamorian God, by the way. Oh, you did? Stephen what? Stephen Constantino. I gave him a big hug. Oh. Yeah. That's awesome. Now see, I Very thought they were lovely. I thought they were a little fatter than they were in the Mandalorian, though. Maybe. The, the, the thing about the Mandalorian ones is they were nice and chunky, apart from their calves of their legs. Like, <laughs> right, yeah. Legs. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. What are those big, ch- chunky calves they used to have in Jedi? Right. Let's see some chunky Gamorreans, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Hungry for them. Hungry. <laughs> oh, my goodness, that's funny. Apparently, that's the problem. They're not hungry enough. Yeah. Well, yeah. speaking of speaking of that, I think you you made a great comment earlier. How you know he went into the Scarlet skinny, but he came out a little <laughs> bit heavier. Just a bit, not much. Sugar. I love you, but just, a bit. just a bit. I mean, they can make they can make uh, Steve Rogers, you know, a little shrimpy guy. Oh right, you know, they could do that. Just for, just for those just for those shots. Come on, spend the money just on those shots. Right. <laughs> I agree because that was supposed to be like not long after Return of the Jedi, obviously. So yeah, yeah, and and, and, and then my only thought about him getting his butt kicked. You know, he gets his butt kicked twice. He got his butt kicked by the Tuscans as well. But my, yeah. I can see that. I can see that because I think I'm hoping that they teach him their ways. And he becomes that the yeah, guy that we right. saw at the end of it. So yeah, at the I, end of I Mandalorian. Yeah, I hope, I hope that happens. But the fact that he only had one kid and his dog to run away from when he almost <laughs> outrun the whole tribe, I would have smacked that kid and gone. You know, I would have, <laughs> poof, on the head. <laughs> there we go. Off, off. I would have no. been off. <laughs> Like why? Why not take your opportunity miles away from the camp? Right, right. Why? Yeah. why? Here's why? the thing. I thought yeah. it was trying to show his weakened state after being in the Sarlacc. Yeah, that's how I tried it because it did yeah. show his skin looked a little, uh, a little. In a way, I think. Well, not a little, but yeah, he so was thought, messed well, up, man. In his strength. What's that? The Sarlacc? I don't know because we've not not seen him until this point. Ever, this is the first time in the whole of everything we've seen in Star Wars. This point is the first time we've seen him without his helmet on and skin. Right after that's his true. Mandalorian and all that stuff. 
right? Uh-huh. That's, so did that happen from a Sarlacc or was it from a previous fight? Because I was I, – I don't know if you guys were the same way, but when they said the book of Boba Fett, I was like, oh, my God, the book. It must be all the stories that led to him being the guy that everyone's afraid of in Empire. I, I was thinking wrongly, of course, that that was what they were going to do because of the word book. Right. That, book, that word book threw me. I thought it must be the book. If it's a book, it's a, it's a bunch of stories. It must be all of the fights he had through all of his exploits. We're going to see him young to adult. And if you don't do that, Disney, I'll direct it. Don't worry. <laughs> um, so we'll see all those fights. Uh, and it could have been from one of his earlier fights that he got messed up because I think that's why he would you know, be so attached to his armor where – you know, that we don't ever see it come off until this this series. Uh, you know, he obviously right. didn't have it on The Mandalorian because he wanted it back. Right. But the fact that that happened, that he wanted it back in The Mandalorian, shows that there's a long time between now and when he asked for it back. Hmm. Because of where we are in Jedi, we're in Jedi, Jabba's just died. But in Mandalorian, it's all the Empire's finished and gone. True. True. So it's it's way down there. We've got to get get there somehow. So that's why I'm hoping that this will be a a learning period with the Tuscans, so that he doesn't have to rely on his gadgets anymore, or his helmet. Even he could like take on somebody without any of that. And we saw him do it in Mandalorian. And I'm hoping that's where we go. But- well, I think just by those scenes, that uh, I think that's what they're alluding to. Because you know, it just seems a long time till we get to where he asks for his helmet back, his staff back from the Jawas. True, where we are now, Jabba's just died. The Empire's still alive and well right now. Right, they even even they don't even know about Endor right now. True, true. So we've got a long time to wait. So that's a long time for him to ask for his. Army uh, is armor back. Uh, considering like I, that'd be the first thing I'd want back. I want to get get mm-hmm. out, get my armor, and not take my helmet off in the bar. But I don't think he knew. Well, I don't. I took it. Maybe he was trying to flirt with Jennifer Bills, the actress. You know, saying, "Hey, let me let me take my helmet off, baby." Hey, <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> Let me uh, buff it up for you. Right. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible you are. <laughs> oh my now, God. now, here's the deal, though. What's interesting is they did show the Jawas taking the armor. Mm-hmm. And then we do know from Mandalorian that, uh, oh, oh gosh, what's his name? Oh, the, the actor Cop- who Cop- he's in Justified. <clears throat> yeah, Timothy Elephant. Yeah. So, yeah, so he said um, that, you know, in the bar, or I guess in the bar there, wh- that he was saying he bought it off some Jawas. So we, we at least we know it's not a long story with where the armor went or came from or whatever. So we know we're going to get that. But I I didn't think time frame wise. I was not thinking how long of, of a span it was going to be. So I mean, that's a good call. How, I mean, in Jedi, let's get, let's let's make this the uh, discussion. Okay, we're back in Jedi, and Jabba's just died. How long is it until the Battle of Endor and that the Empire's officially over? 
the, 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 the second star just starts, Death Star blows up. How many days or weeks or months do you think, Stephen? I would say six months. Six months, okay. really? I say six months. Because in, that two hour, in that two-hour span? <laughs> yeah. Because you know it takes time to plan battles. It takes well, time okay, to we do have together. so okay, we do have uh, um, Han. Han ends up in Cloud City. Uh, Luke does go back to Dagobah. No, 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 no. no let's go. It's from the end. The death of Jabba. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's let's right. Go from to end the Death Star two blowing up. Right. Okay. Um, so at that point. Um, so what does what does everyone do? Like Luke, he goes back to Dagobah. Right, he goes back to Dagobah. Has his goodbyes. Right. And then goes off and meets with the rebels again. Right. He does. So that's how long does, right? how so that's that's probably the big the big thing. How long does it take Luke to get to Dagobah and then back with the rebels? Cuz that's really about the only thing that happens in between there. Because I didn't know whether that because it could be a, a day's thing, really. If you right. Think about it. If you, I don't know how long it takes to fly to Dagobah, but he really rushed. I don't know. And in, in that time, all the others they just meet with the rebels, and you know they, they will have their plan made up and they execute the plan. That could really t- happen in like a within a day. Sure. So I, I, yeah, I'm just wondering how how long. Is the the story of Return of the Jedi? Hmm, that's a I've good question. I never really thought because about it. it does have bearing on how long. How long would yeah. it could be less than a month? Be with the say that again, Mark. It could be less than a month, and it could be six months, like you said. I mean, what is it? Right, and it, it all depends on how long it takes Luke to get to and from Dagobah. Well, I'm just saying, how does he go to the bathroom in the X-wing? That's all I want to know. Well, that's no different than an astronaut. It's a bag. Right. I'm wearing one. (laughs) I'm going right now. (laughs) That's a little too much information there. TMI. TMI. What are you having to drink? Jim. Actually, I'm only drinking gin for medicinal purposes because I heard, and it really all I need is a meme for the excuse to drink some gin. But anyway, I heard that it fights COVID. So gin fights oh. COVID. So I said, you know what? For the doctor and for my health, I will drink some gin. Are you Are you doing what time? <laughs> you guys? Thank I did you. Two of them. You guys. Two of them. Yes. yes. Now, how, does tequila do anything against COVID? Not that I've heard. It's only gin I've heard. Oh, bummer! Because I like tequila. So, <laughs> I, I yeah. I, the, trust me, I've, I've had some tequila this Christmas as well. <laughs> tequila, vodka, and gin, and Paul. Those four. Do you do tonic with your gin? I don't like tonic. I. There's a new flavor cranberry called Cran Watermelon. And it doesn't taste like watermelon, but it tastes like a little off another variety of cranberry kind of flavor. But uh-huh. when I drank it, I was thinking that'd be a good mixer, and it is with gin. 
or vodka. Okay. Cranberry okay. Have you had it? No, no, I haven't. I've had uh, – so we got some um, – in Kansas City, there's a great distillery there that makes a botanical gin. Um, and so we mix it with elderflower tonic, okay, and it's yeah. incredible. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just phenomenal. Yep. So yeah, so all right. Well, we're here. We're, we're starting to talk about drinks. Overfet's <laughs> <laughs> bar is open now. <laughs> nice. And I used to okay. be a Baptist pastor. <laughs> Star Wars, yes. Star Book Wars, yes. Book of Boba Fett. Fett, yes. So okay, so we were discussing. Uh, we were discussing the whole thing about uh, his coming out of the Sarlacc pit a little bit heavier than when he went in. Um, we 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 have uh, uh, what, what else were we talking about about Boba Fett? Okay, wait a minute. All right, so I that now, Mark, I've got to ask you a question. Being that you're a previs guy, okay? Okay. How did you like the sand creature? Uh, that they fall. Oh yeah. Particularly, I liked his design, but something about seeing his face up close, I was like, "Huh." I wonder if I should ask Mark about that. If that's how how I, that done and and stuff. So, I mean, I I watched the second viewing is more forgiving of that creature. Okay. Ticker. I think the end part I didn't like is when he stood up straight because he looks kind of funny. Like a, a totem pole or something, you know. With, you, know. <laughs> you, you know what? I, I, loved it when, I loved it when it went down onto the middle arms walking and it went quadruped at the back and went between the two. I, I love that. Yeah. Uh, so I I do like that design, even as a bit Tatooine human centipede-ish. Yes. Um, but, yeah, his face, uh, I mean, they, they obviously had to design a face that they can make it practical. You know, so that they can the, the young kid can bring it back because he's carrying oh, it. Right. <clears throat> okay. So they went for something that, but he didn't. I wish they made it feel like. I wish he carried it like it was heavier though, because like, heads are usually pretty heavy things, like mm-hmm. with everything inside them. And Good the point. fact this kid was just holding like, a beach ball was like, come on, kid. You know, <laughs> <"Hey."> <laughs> it's heavy. I think that was the thing that that's the only thing that. Uh, made it feel like a prop all of a sudden was the way that right. they holding it so like oh it's a airfield or hollow thing you know it's like right it. they should put a bowling ball inside of it to make it heavy for them Tuscan Raiders they have no acting classes that's the thing you know, <laughs> ask any of them <laughs> yeah I'm talking to you Right. <laughs> when when yeah. I saw that creature, the first thing I thought was Clash of the Titans. Yeah, yeah. It, and homage oh. to Ray Harryhausen, and then I love it. I love it. Um, now I wanted to ask you, Mark did did yes. to did it look to you like that was a combination between practical effects, like a guy in a suit, and uh, previs com- uh, combined? Well, previous is just the uh, the blocking out of the well, action. Okay, true. But, uh, computer animation, right? Yeah, it's a combination of uh, CG and uh, obviously a live action prop. I think most of it was CG. You know, I'm sure Tamura was on the the back of a blue screen 
uh, mount which there was rocking about which he had the chain around okay and then they put in they put in the the creature you know um but really for the sophistication of the animation for a tv show that's pretty i mean it's pretty mind-blowing the standard that you know they all changed for me when uh Battlestar galactica came out as a TV oh show. yeah and the effects were like on par with you know what you expect to see at the cinema so you know you, you could i couldn't like i could pick apart some tv animation if i wanted to but really tv animation is done at such a smaller budget than film true um, you know kudos to those guys for for what they did i think like like i said earlier the next time you watch it steven just see if it's more forgiving as i'm i'm excited for my third viewing because i'm sure my third viewing it'll be kind of like Right. Ignoring the, the small things that I didn't that bugged me, ignoring those and, and looking at this, as you said, a setup for the season to come, you know. I yeah. did watch okay. it twice. I watched it back to back actually. And I oh, I, I agree with break. you. I'm sorry, what? Watch it with, now you've had a break, because back to back it's good to like have it kind of like, you know, mull and then go back and watch it. And I'm sure this time a lot of the things that you might have even picked up on both of those two viewings are suddenly kind of a bit more forgiving this third. Gotcha. Right. Well, now, I'll, my second I'll definitely through, rewatch it tomorrow. So, <clears throat> well, my second time through, I just I I fast forwarded through the to the action scenes. <laughs> I went to see the action scenes. Uh, I must I must say though, it, I got more of a, a wow factor from the first episodes of both Mandalorian seasons. Okay. Mandalorian first season, first episode, it just knocked me on my socks. I was like, sign Mm -hmm. me up. Check. That was a five out of five. Right. Yes. So this one, even though I did enjoy it and I can't wait because of the setup, I agree with you. It should have been a two parter. Yeah. It should have like, allowed it to be what it is but show some let's get into some of the storylines that are going to carry through you know Mm -hmm. so it would have benefited i think from that but disney are kind of they're holding their cards close to their chest you know yeah i agree i agree well i uh, i tell you what this the second season of mandalorian just totally blew my socks off the first episode of the second season in both other cases First episode with the crate dragon that season two, yeah, amazing, amazing. So I would, yeah. I would, I had my bar already set here, you know, uh-huh. two Mandalorian seasons. So the fact that it came in here is only because those those two were so way up there. You know? Right. Otherwise, this would be a five, but because of what Mandalorian did, you've already set a bar. It, yeah, it's a four for me. But do you do you things. think? Do you think that we're just going to, it's going to get, just get better from here and just. Look, you're asking the big, one of the biggest Boba Fett fans in the, the on the planet. I could just see Boba Fett walking around. I'd be happy, as a, you know, happy, happy, happy. <laughs> just seeing him with the helmet on though. Right. 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 <laughs> with, Rodriguez, with the helmet on. I could watch him do anything. I could watch him go to the, the bathroom and back. Right. I, I, <laughs> I just love the suit. I, I, it's the suit. The suit is everything for me, and that's that's what I fell in love with as a kid. And that's you know, the more pictures 
or more scenes with him in his suit doing what he does, the, the happier I'll be. So I'm sure that's coming yeah. episode two. Do you know how many so, of these guys I got around my house? <laughs> we'll we'll do a count afterwards. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I have to go to my basement and garage. Oh shoot! I, I'm I'm sure you've got me beat. <laughs> right, right. Okay, so real quick, Angie says this. She says that yeah, it was a bit of a different feel. I sense they were trying to pack in a lot of info in this first episode. I. I I will say I do think they were trying to do a lot of setup um, that I'm sure will pay off later. Um, yeah, because there was a lot going on, but they did find a way to to do uh, flashbacks. You know, using the back to tank as the uh, what's the what's the word you call Absolutely. that the the catalyst? Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> do that. So actually, I did think that was clever. That it, I didn't mind that too much. Um, I, I thought that was interesting, but I do agree that man, they got to throw just like you said, they got to throw him back in the back to tank again already. Didn't he just get out of it? Right, so. that was weird. Yeah, yeah, I was, and when he got out of it, he looked pretty fit. Yeah, know? he did. Though he's got, he's not the skinny anymore. He did look right. pretty fit, and so. Um, the fact that he's banged up again is kind of like I said, it's more worrying than anything because it's like, damn, you, you, I want, I want him to be. When I watched The Mandalorian, I was, I thought basically I'm watching Boba Fett's day to day life. It's just this happens to be this Mandalorian and not Boba Fett, uh. you know. And so, um, but everything I watched The Mandalorian do, I assumed you know was kind of like stuff that Boba Fett had done in his lifetime as well. So, I don't know, I just hope that Boba Fett can kind of, like, bring it up a bit. You know, he's, he's back in the tank. Mm-hmm. See, I'm hoping episode two he redeems himself and shows us why, he, like he did in episode Mandalorian. Six, season two, yeah. Yeah. Shows why he is capable of taking Jabba's place and running the whole show as Boba Fett, you know, if he if he wants to, if he wants to uh, transform himself, or uh, how do they describe it on Disney uh, Plus, reinvent himself, reinvent himself. Oh, that's a yes. good word. <clears throat> that's how they. That's how they. That's how they did the description. Yeah. Yeah, we got to see him. You know, we got to see him. He's got to. He's got to have his stuff together. You know, so mm-hmm. the fact that when he went back, back in the back to tank. Was kind of like, damn. Maybe is he is he left it too late? You know what's what's going on. My wife mm-hmm. brought up a good uh, point um, here. She said, "Do you like the irony of how he killed the dragon, like uh, like how Jabba was killed?" I did notice that with the chain. Yeah, I did notice that. It yeah. was almost just like Princess Leia uh, choking Jabba the Hutt. It was almost yeah. identical. Yeah. Yeah, I thought was, that was cool. I did. I didn't notice that. That was one of the things that popped out. And, huh. Yep. Which I don't mind. I don't mind that they do these kind of echoes of the, the original trilogy. You know. Yeah. It's, some, it's people, so, some people. Some people along would, the way, reminds you of right something you saw. Yeah. Some people would call that fan service, but um, you know, we're fans, so. I'm a fan, so sign me up. Right. right. Exactly. Guilty, right. guilty as charged. Sorry. 
Right. <laughs> exactly. <Guilty. laughs> Find the zone. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I'll say this. I um, I loved in The Mandalorian where he was kicking butt against those. I mean, it was just epic. I, I think Angie's the one who said the word epic. Angie, I'm stealing your term just so you know. Epic uh, in the aspect that it was just to see him take one of the the bantha sticks. That's what they're called, right? Yeah. The, Goffy. Goffy, yeah. yeah and Goffy. just collaborate. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> You're right. Oh, cool. You got a Goffy stick. Yeah. I so broke I, oh, bummer. Okay. Did you hit a stormtrooper with it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This broke and not his helmet. I just say that fight sequence with him was incredible. And I expected that same caliber for this episode and I didn't get it. I was hoping for that. I was hoping for the same caliber, the opening episode. But I can quite gladly, like, when he may have a bad day, I can quite gladly wait for episode two. But if it doesn't come episode two, I'm going to start getting miffed. You don't want right. to see me when I'm angry. <laughs> you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. You Especially like since you're angry. Right. <laughs> Especially after uh, two gens. <laughs> okay, Angie brought up something else that I wanted to talk about, too. What's that? Oh, wait a minute. So when he was in the uh, Salic Belly and we see the Stormtrooper, the first thing I thought of when I saw that was Death Troopers, the book Death Troopers. Hmm. I I understand why they used the Stormtrooper because he needed the air, but I was really hoping that you'd see one of Jabba's crew. That's true. One of the, the, one of the people like, you know, Barada or whoever, just one of Weequay, just, just one of them, like the only person you see is a stormtrooper. I was like, ah, damn it. Because they're one of the stormtroopers, so why would he be so high up in the gut? So, uh, I understand why. I understand why, because you need to hold the air. need the air. Right. And I'm not going to go out the shorter. I'm going to go through the sand. Like, hmm. Anyway. All, all I know is they showed that, and right away my wife goes, "I don't want to see a a zombie stormtrooper," and I'm I'm going, "I do because that's that's death troopers." That would be cool. <laughs> that, would be cool. <laughs> that would be that would be. Now I heard that. Um, where did I hear this from? Um, that the whole scene of him coming out of the sand is kind of the uh, Patton Oswalt in Parks and Rec evidently made some kind of reference that he was wanting to see Boba Fett come out of the sand with Sarlacc or something like that. And it became this kind of joke or something. And then yet that's what they put in. Now, Mike, in the comics, did they show anything with him coming out of the sand or anything? Um, I, I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen that scene in the comics. Um, okay. I'm more familiar with the Bounty Hunter books. And because that's where the the line, uh, the Salak found me indigestible came from. Um, okay, is that, is that when Dengar? Yes, helped him. Yes, that's when Dengar I was, I was helped hoping, him. I was hoping they would do that. 
I was too, but then you know, since they already introduced the the Tuscan Raiders, I think that's what that's the reason they oh. went that route. I I know we, we're saying a lots of like you know things that, that uh, us, but I have to say one thing I really did love, and that was the the whole kind of like the, the big warrior Tuscan Raider having his look and the chief. You knew who the chief was, and that yeah. Great piece. That was amazing. Just seeing, yeah, like, uh, another kind of tribe of Tuscans with more black in their, uh, their um, coverings and stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I love that. And the whole the dog business with. And I hope you're not holding a grudge, mate. Right, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. That was great. That, I love all of that. So that's what gives you the four point five. There was four. There were four point five things I loved about it, and just a little bit that right. So. I don't want to sound like negative. It's yeah, it's, that's a good. We're talking about yeah. this little bit, but all of the stuff four point five is you know that's that's what gives it uh, a completely enjoyable uh, episode mm-hmm. for me rating. Well, and like I, I like I said, I, I love the fact that um, Dave Filoni and uh, John Favreau they make sure and put in the classic Star Wars aliens. I mean, we we got Tusken Raiders, we got Jawas, and we got Jawas, not off-world Jawas, <laughs> with red eyes. Um, we got uh, uh, Rodan. Um, granted, he's the pink, fleshy Rodan, but, you know, that's still pretty cool. Um, we got Walrus Man. I don't know what his real name is, but, you know, we got him in there. Uh I mean, and we saw Twi'leks and, you know, yeah, they get Star Wars. And, you know, if you go back and watch the sequels, we barely saw any, you know, just recognizable Star Wars aliens. And yeah. and they're just all over this. And I love it. I, I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. It felt so well, Star I, Wars. I think, well, the interesting thing about the, the Sand People, the Tuscans, is because the detail they put in those costumes. I mean, you could tell, like you were saying, you could tell who was the leader. You could tell who was the warrior. You could tell which one was the kid, other than the size. But, I mean, you know what I mean. I mean, kind of a thing. But the detail they put into, even when they were, when Finnick was chasing those other two off the rooftops and stuff, um, there was some nice detail on the aspect of what would the roofs look like. Now, I will say my favorite Boba Fett moment of this episode was when he did shoot his little missile and blasted that guy oh. and disappeared. And I was like, this is a Disney Plus show, and that is awesome. Yeah. 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 Talk about a disintegration. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And that, 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 that scored on my disintegration meter for me. <laughs> Right, <laughs> and then then he tells Fennec Shan, "I want him alive." <laughs> right, <laughs> and I I love that moment when she gets the two of them together, and, and my wife even said right before she chucked him off the roof, she goes, "He she only needs to bring one in." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was right then she just chucks him off the roof, and I'm like, "Yep, you're you're exactly right. That's." That's what's going. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah. So again, it's like that's another that's another thread that what was that about? So this episode really did open up a lot of doors to what was where they lead it. The the mayor, these two guys, are they related or there's something else? So yeah, they're, they're, they're starting to open doors. 
But like you said, Stephen, it's one of those cases that if you are going to have this as your initial episode, then it would have been a nice thing for them to have given you that episode to, you know, just to explore yeah, to the give you more story, yeah. give you more story of where we're headed, right? Yeah. And all. Yeah. Sure. Let me ask you this, Mark: Where do you think they're headed? What do you think they're going to do? What's your prediction for the show? I don't know. I was thinking at the beginning that maybe it's like the you know the Godfather, but Star Wars. You know, it's a whole Godfather story. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. Yeah, that's that's my inkling. Um, especially when they say about him wanting to reinvent himself, because like I said, I would have been happy just to have a whole season of Boba Fett just being Boba Fett, walking around in his Boba Fett uniform, doing nothing, even shopping. I've been happy, <laughs> but um, but this is this is definitely uh, you know definitely a different. It's going to be a different feel to the Mandalorian. It's a different drive, you know. He he wants to establish himself, whereas Mandalorian just was you know almost like a simple man making his way through the galaxy, like Boba Fett claimed to be at the beginning. Right, right. So I was. Uh, he obviously isn't. Pursuing that route anymore, if yeah. he's got insights on, as he said, becoming the new uh, you know, the, the crime lord. lord, crime lord. Yeah, he, he says that he mentions those two words, so you know what his want is, and, and maybe it is because he's at the eight part of his career where he is maybe not able to win all those battles by himself, like we saw. Maybe that is the reason for his decision to pursue this new course of action mm. where he can use his intimidation to, to this point through the mask, like we were talking about earlier, uh-huh. to intimidate people. And he's going to use that and you know leverage it into sustaining a lifestyle where, like he said, he goes, there's a lot of, he mentions uh, Bib or Jabba had a lot of guys he had to overlook. It's going to take us you know, forever. And she's like, oh, he never left. He left that to other people to do, you know. So I don't know. It's it's interesting. Yeah. I I am like I said. I I didn't. I rated it a four out of five. But I think the payoff is going to be the entire story. Oh, I agree. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Yep. You know, Mark, yep. with you saying that, that just made me think of something. I wonder if they're going with a a, a thread from the legacy of the Jedi storyline uh, in, in that storyline, granted, you know, that's none of that's Canon. Um, but in that storyline, Boba Fett plays a major part of it, but he's actually dying in that, that storyline. Um, he's aged so much and uh, he's actually trying to find Tan Wee and um, trying to get her to, help him like i don't know clone himself or i I forget exactly what what they're doing but um trying to restore him more or less so when you said that i kind of wonder if maybe they're going with a little bit of that storyline and incorporating it into this you mean that he's dying that's why he's in the Mm -hmm. back to tank right and maybe and he wants he's, to leave some kind of a legacy, right? Maybe he's trying to establish a legacy before he does. Die. I mean, he could get a new clone body and just have a brain transplant. 
true. <laughs> I'd sign up for that. You heard it here, folks. folks. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to fight Daniel Logan, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's you know, you know, I did. I did love how we got to see Daniel Logan as young Boba Fett in this. I thought that was cool. The was that Daniel's face though? I was looking. I think it's just a, a, a kind of a, a close looking. Well, we uh, actually got a scene from uh, Attack of the Clones with Daniel holding. Uh, I don't know that was Daniel. I think that was someone a Daniel lookalike. Really? Oh, really? I, I'm sure. I thought that, that was strictly from the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I I mean, you could compare apples to apples. This is just my guess, but I am, I would lay money on that being – that's why you never saw his face. It was always like the hair over the face or just the reflection because they cast somebody and put the <clears throat> wig on him to make him look just like Daniel Logan wow. in that scene. Yeah, I thought they just cut the scene right out of I, I, uh, I'll find out. I'll ask Daniel himself. That, well, that's <laughs> – yeah. He'll tell me. All right, now wait a minute. How many gins did you have before you watched it? That was before any. So oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Just checking. Just checking. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. How did you, you How did you, how, how did you like the ninja scenes? Um, I don't know. I I wasn't a big fan of the guys with the shields. Yeah, but I, I like the I like the chase scene though. Seriously, yeah, but I didn't take them seriously. So from that point on, like if you're gonna get somebody, you get them. But they seem to be like kind of like shield and poke, shield and toying with them. Uh, okay. Yeah, like like roughing them up. But they didn't seem like they really wanted to do anything major to them. A couple of them started dying, and they they took off. So I already kind of like I don't know I don't know who they are, but. Uh, uh, I, a, I I have a theory of who they are. All right, give me your theory. I I, hear it. I think they were hired by the uh, the mayor. Okay. See, yeah, it could be. It could be like I said, those two things could be related. Those two doors, you know, we know he's got bad juju with the mayor already because he didn't play him his right, uh, whatever it's called, his thing tribute. Yeah, his and tribute. Yeah. <laughs> It seems a bit quick, though, that the, the, the bear would be... I'd be a bit disappointed if those two... I'm hoping they're two different things. Okay. But they could be. They could be. That was just my initial thought, because uh, what's-his-face, the, the guy and, that... And that could be why they roughed him up rather than killed him, because he wants him to pay him tribute. Right. So exactly. you kill someone, but then, you want to start giving you money. Exactly. Yeah. It's major smart. It's mayor smart. So, mayor. Man, well, that's that's why gangsters start out with breaking fingers, <laughs> <laughs> right? So they want to get their money and stuff, right? I will say I did enjoy the envoy for the mayor. I do not like that guy. I think they set up a great villainish kind of a guy in the the speaker the for the mayor. Yeah, I was with Fennec Shan. I wanted her to shoot him. <laughs> yeah. Just of his uh, pompousness, yeah. Yes, yes. exactly. Exactly. Well, yeah, I hope he is a running character. I'm sure he will be. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. A uh, character you love to hate. 
And and I, I loved when Boba says, keep an eye on him. And she goes, I'm keeping an eye on all of them. <laughs> I'm hoping he's like the little finger of Star Wars. Oh, oh great analogy. Nice. Yeah. Did you hate his little finger? He never did anything outright, but you was, you know. Oh. Right. And then when he got it in the end, you were like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the spoilers. Okay. I, spoiler I, I'm spoiler a alert. Here on Two Geeks and a Microphone. <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. Well, at least we know where the microphone is. It's over there with Mark. <laughs> well, we said Mark might take over the show. So that is true. Oh my goodness, okay. that's funny. So, I um here here's what I think as far as the show goes. I think we are going to get a cameo at some point with the Mandalorian. I don't know how that's going to look yet. We are yeah. going to get that because. From my understanding, what, I think Emergency Awesome, I watched some of his, but he called it Book of Boba Fett is kind of like Mandalorian 2.5. So it's meant to kind of set up the third season a little bit. But he also said something that I, I didn't um, – I, I, he said this is a one-off. I mean, it, this is, they're only making one season of Book of Boba Fett. Mm, I've heard like otherwise. Okay, good. But maybe that was an unreliable source. I don't know. I, I heard wow. that, that, that it might be a thing. Well, I hope so. I, 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 so. I hope so. I think that depends. Yeah. I think that depends on how many viewers I, mean, I get. It's, 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 it's money in your pocket. Come on, Disney. Right. I know, right? It is. I mean, how many people? I was half expecting my Disney Plus not to function just because of overload. Yes. Yep. But, it, well, I think it, most of that happened at one to three o'clock in the morning because yeah. I know there are a lot of people who were staying up overnight to watch it. I stayed up last night to watch it. Did you? Did you really? Yeah. Nice. I watched it last night and then I watched it this morning. I, I waited until my wife got home from work so we could watch it together. <clears throat> See, that would have been midnight your time. So, yeah. okay, that's probably magic. That would have been 1 a.m. my time, and I get up at 5.30 in the morning for work. So I was like, I was tempted. I was tempted. Well, I'm on vacation. <laughs> I could have done it this week. <laughs> Lucky. Lucky. <laughs> well, I will say this. Uh, I guess with these three amigos, they'll make money if they do more more seasons. Um, well, now they- – uh, Mark, I'm wondering, uh, do you think that there will be any classic bounty hunters? Like, will we get Bosk, IG-88, uh, Dengar? Um, you I know. mean, that, that was my when I said it about my theory of what the Book of Boba Fett was going to be, then all that was included in it, that you'd see, you know, the time like when Dengar pulled him out of the Sarlacc or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I was thinking it would be those stories. Now that it's something new, I'm not sure, but I'm still hopeful that those guys, at least one or two of them, you know, because, I mean, you said it earlier. You said that Favreau and Filoni know mm-hmm. that we want to see them. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they're going to cater. It's going to be a fan service. and It's going to be – maybe one of them is going to be right near the end. 
where it's kind of like, yes, it's Dengo. It sounds like. <laughs> well, I, I think we're going to get Bosk just because we got a Trandoshan who came in to pay yeah. respects to Boba. Yeah. So, and I, I expected the Trandoshan actually to sound a bit more like alien. I was surprised he spoke English. I'm glad he did. That's true. That is true. But I was expecting to be like kind of, you know, Bosk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Making that growly, right, right. But I loved, I loved the line though. The line was awesome, and, yeah, and when yeah. Boba goes, "Man, when a Trandoshan compliments you, it still sounds like a threat." Like a threat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was good. Yes. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Oh my goodness, man. Um, what, I was going to say something else about what I, I anticipate and what I love to see. I do think because of my experience of, of how they did Hawkeye, because Hawkeye Disney Plus series, every episode got better than the one before. Agreed. Definitely. And I'm, I'm thinking that we're, that's probably what we're, we're going to get is each, each episode is going to become more epic. You know, everything's got to have a starting off point, but I don't know. The second season of Mandalorian with the Crate Dragon was just, bah! you know, that was that was an exciting beginning. And that's why I thought I wondered if the first two episodes were supposed to be kind of together and they should have done both episodes together. I, I don't you know, I don't know, because it just didn't seem as epic as it could have been. But that's only because of how it was compared, how I'm comparing it to the Mandalorian. But I still believe that each episode is going to get better than the one before. Well, I, a I week from it. now, you can test your theory. So I am. I'm going to. I'm going to watch this episode and straight into the next one. Without, mm. Some people might just say, "Oh, sign me up for episode two, quick, and watch it." I think mm-hmm. I'm going to go one into two. You know, now that you mention that, I'll join you in that. Yeah, I think you're yeah, right. I'll I think join that's you the way in that. to do I'll it. I'll do that. And see, I did that with the uh, season finale of uh, of Hawkeye. I actually watched episode five right before I watched episode six, and and I thought that the two of those flowed really well together. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, that's the plan. We'll see. All right, we will cool. see. We will see. Oh man, Mark, this has been a blast. <laughs> You know, I think next time right, I'm, I'm going to have a couple of gins, but I'll have <laughs> gin and tonics. <laughs> you should have a cheers at the beginning and then see what happens. Right? All right. right. We'll, we'll do that. Okay. <laughs> I like that. I like that idea. That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Mike, any predictions? What predictions do you have? Um, I, like you said, I think it's going to get better as it goes along. I mean, not, not that this episode was bad cause I didn't think it was bad at all. Um, but I, I think it's just going to get better and better. And, and I'm, I'm hoping that we see, uh, Mando come in at least once. Um, and I'm hoping we get at least a Trandoshan, <laughs> uh, preferably Bosk, uh, at one point. Uh-huh. Um, yep. yeah, I'm just expecting awesome things for, for the next six weeks. Mm-hmm. So how many episodes are there? There's seven total? I think there's seven total. Oh, okay, cool. Well, that's exciting. Okay, cool. So we'll go well into February then. I think. I wonder why not eight. I don't know. I, 
because usually, like, even if your story falls <clears throat> short of the eight, you would kind of add one. There's like some in the Mandalorian. It could have been filler, you know, the where he crashes on the ice planet. Oh, oh yeah. Almost like it could be filler just to get to certain places. So you'd think that they would make a just to be in keeping with, you know, it's just a round number. I wonder why seven. It's, it's weird. I have no idea. Is it the seven? Definitely, that's the number. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what. All right, here we go. We're doing. Yes. Let me see. <laughs> He's Two geeks and a microphone. We do our uh, bouncy, bouncy on the internet. Yeah. Let me see if All I can right. find something. How many episodes for Boba Fett? Boba Fett. Just said Book of Boba Fett. Now that I mentioned, now that I. Um. I I think I'm overloading my computer. Yeah, see, I, I just went on Wikipedia, but Wikipedia only lists the first one. Everybody's only mentioning the first one, so I don't see anything that confirms how many. Somewhere there, I thought I be. saw it was supposed to be seven. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. Uh, seven Time Magazines, Everything We Needed to Know Before Watching Book of Boba Fett. Uh, they're saying seven episodes. That's what okay. I said. Lucky seven. Lucky, yeah, that maybe, maybe that's, that's it. What it is. I didn't think about that. Yeah, episode seven releases February 9th. Okay. Okay. So there we have it. There we have it. Oh, my goodness, man. We have gone an hour and a half. Mark, man, you make this go by fast. <laughs> Just like the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> See, see, keeping with the theme. See, there we go. I like That's that. Right. I like that. Well, uh, first off, Mark, thank you so much for being with us. Um, gosh, I I cannot express my gratitude enough. This has just been fabulous to have you with us. You're a lot of fun. Um, the chat, if you notice the chat rolling by, people really enjoy seeing you um, oh, and having you there. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. See, I don't yep. see. Oh, you don't? Oh, I didn't no. know that. I probably no. should have put it as a as a no. chat overlay. No, that's fine. That's fine. I like what I do just so that I'm getting good. I you know I could be looking over here talking to you guys. So I always make my screen pretty small right in front of my uh, of my camera. Yeah. So you guys are pretty small. I'm pretty small, but I'm looking there, and so it gives you like a an audience. You know. Wait a minute. You're saying I'm small? I'm a small person. <laughs> yeah. You're that guy of episode nine. <laughs> what was his name? Baba Flick or something like that. Oh, oh, uh, uh, uh Babu Frick. Babu Frick. Babu Frick. Yeah. Frick. There you go. That's you. Frick. Babu Frick. Yeah, I enjoyed him. Yeah. Yeah, oh, he was that's funny. A compliment. I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> We've uh, we've got some people declaring you the unofficial third geek for the geeks in a microphone. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the great thing is that um, that you know like, I, I got cast as my favorite. I'm a geek, and Boba Fett is my favorite character. And how many how many people that have been cast characters? I mean, maybe uh, you know, maybe uh, Tobey Maguire. You know, was a big Spider Man fan. You know. Mm -hmm. Right, but 
it's very weird that that's the only only role I've ever played is my favorite character of all time. So super right. blessed. I am super blessed. Yep. Well, before I forget, I want to do a reminder for everybody. Um, if you want to catch Mark Anthony Austin on the web, um, there is his, he's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Boba Fett, A N H S E, Boba Fett, A N H S E, A A New Hope Special, Special. Edition. Um, yep. He's on there. Um, I will say this um, again that he is on. He is on um, Cameo, and Cameos are great. We had a fun yep. discussion at the beginning of the show about those. He's done a couple for us. We, we've uh, had him do those, and they've been fabulous. Um, and uh, yeah, Go ahead. I've done – so far, I've done 269 Cameos. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> That's All right. Awesome. Somebody hurry up. He needs to be at 270. <laughs> That's 97 five-star reviews. I'm, I'm trying to get 100 five-star okay. reviews. Yeah. 97 right. five stars. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I wonder if my, hey, did my five star come through? I think. Yes, it hopefully. did. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay, good, 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 good. Yeah, um, here's that five bucks out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Imperial credits. I'll take Imperial uh, credits. Uh, I can get you uh, a <laughs> straining bolt. Will that do? Oh, there. <laughs> it's a training bolt. Actually, that looked like a giant cigarette butt lighter. <laughs> no, Stephen, that's a restraining bolt, like uh, like they had on three PO and R two and in a new home. Uh, the restraining bolt. You got more props, dude. <laughs> You've got the most props of anybody I know. Have you seen the eight inch uh, oh, skull wow. figure? It has a rubber suit, so it's all articulated, but underneath the rubber suit, amazing. I want them huh. to do a Boba Fett one, but right? Eight, eight eight inch, you know, as opposed to the six inch Black Series, eight inch Luke Skywalker. But it's pretty cool. Yeah, but I uh, love the. I heard, I heard the rumor is Hot Toys is supposed to come out with a new Boba Fett. Hmm. That's cool. Is that Cad Bane? Yeah, Cad Bane. Oh, that's yeah. that's someone. That's another, I, that's someone that's another I want to see. Yeah. Yeah. We could talk yeah. for another hour and a half. But. Gosh, we could. <laughs> I know. I think all of our wives need us to uh, attend to them. <laughs> it is getting cold. <laughs> oh. oh, golly gee. All right. Well, um, hey, everybody, make sure you, you, you find him. Um, also, the show uh, NoDisintegrations.tv. Um, those are hysterical. They're a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Great. I'm trying to think of where else. So th those are the big ones. Those are starting points. Please yep. support Mark. Get some cameos in there to your friends who love Boba Fett. He does a fabulous job. Um, and uh, he's not paying us to say that uh, because... Uh, you know, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that that's payment enough, right there. <laughs> right there, that's great. <laughs>
That is great. All right. Well, hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us. If you want more Two Geeks action, um, go to our website, twogeeksmike.com. Twogeeksmike.com. Um, that's where that's our hub for everything. So our Facebook page, our YouTube page, our Twitch page, our merch page, um, all that kind of stuff is there. Um, if you have any questions or comments for us, um, our web address, or excuse me, email address is show at twogeeksmike.com. <laughs> right, right, right down there, twogeeksmike.com. Um, and please uh, feel free to use that to contact us uh, and, and stuff. So we, um, I am, again, co-host Stephen Boster along with Mr. Michael Shanks. And uh, we just love doing this. Mark, I have to admit, you are my favorite guest. You make this a lot of fun. So thank you. And I'm not, I'm not just blowing smoke. That was a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. Twins is in the post, right? What was that? Okay. Say that again. 20 bucks is in the post, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Been, I love being on the show and uh, I'm glad people enjoyed it. So, yeah, I'm very happy. So may the force be with you all. Thank you, yep. sir. Awesome. All right, Mike, well, you want to close us out? Everybody, thanks for joining us for our fun live stream um, for the Book of Boba Fett episode one with wonderful Mark Austin. And uh, Mike, it's it's all yours, my friend. All right. With that said, over and out. May the force be with you. And one last thing. Sarlacc found me indigestible. All right. <laughs> And we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us today on the Two Geeks and a Microphone podcast. Tune in next week when we will have more news and reviews. Until then, 